0: hello
1: hello good morning
0: oh my gosh dude, we have a lot to talk about
1: i know a lot 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 to talk about
0: first of all the aggies beat alabama oh that was Um, not at
1: all what i thought i don't know anything about that stuff so
0: that's huge
1: it is um
0: but uh gosh i don't don't know where to begin i mean i I think we should maybe first of all aztec chevrolet we always like forget let's get it out of the way because people are like oh my god sponsors you know we love aztec chevrolet if you're going to buy a vehicle, give Aztec Chevrolet a chance because yeah. I assure you the thing that's lacking in today's world is customer service. Oh, yeah. People have become rude and arrogant. And if you're tired of that and you want to deal with some really genuinely happy people. Who, some good
1: folks. Just some good
0: Who folks. want to help. call, uh, Hit them yeah. up aztec chevrolet and then of course our good friends oldsaltcoffee.com. order your coffee you order everything else you might as well order coffee steve 10 trevino 10 oh, i was gonna say it says steve yeah. 10 that's
1: what i was gonna ask can they still put trevino 10 yes. for the discount
0: T-R-E-B-I-N-O, <laughs> the number 10 and you get a discount uh on that so um we'll, we'll start off kind of with with basically...
1: I'm going to keep my hand like this to make sure my pants don't come unzipped again.
0: It's so funny because (laughs) you're not going to be able to pull off that it's fall here.
1: No, it was raining today, so I was like, I'll wear a jacket. And I'm over
0: here in a in a tank top and shorts. <laughs> I'm going to blow your cover, dude. Uh, nope.
1: no, it's raining today. <laughs> it's thinks, a little gloomy. Nobody thinks you jacket. need a coat.
0: Okay. No, nobody you, means.
1: Someone, I, We posted pictures of Garrett's birthday, and someone told me I look skinny, so I tried to put on my tight pants this morning, and I was like really excited. I thought they might fit. Maybe
0: they're the just fit. being nice, love. They didn't People fit. are just being But nice. I'm
1: close. I'm close to fitting in the tight pants.
0: You've been busting your butt. Um... We went to Denver. Well, not not we. we.
1: You got to go. I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous. Did you have cool weather? It was nice. I mean, you know, Denver
0: is such a beautiful place and and such a great town. And I really love performing
1: there. The zoo is amazing there. They've got a great children's, phenomenal children's museum.
0: I got there. I'm not kidding you, man. As soon as I got off the plane, I had a light headache.
1: Really? And you got yeah. an IV before you left.
0: Before I left, I just had this kind of a light headache. And then we went to um, CVS. Uh-huh. I got bottles of, um, what's that stuff called? Pedialyte. Uh-huh. And a bunch of waters. And Does
1: I, Dramamine help with that at all? No. No, completely different things. Okay.
0: I, I drank tons and tons of Pedialyte and tons and tons of water that first day. Headache went away. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I felt 100%, mm-hmm. but I did feel better than normally
1: so dehydration definitely plays into it
0: i think so and and i just drank tons of pedialyte tons of water yeah and i just really made an effort to um stay hydrated uh-huh. and then we went to this cool little town uh, luke keenan my high school buddy uh-huh he took us to this really cool little town and it had a place called um Bo- bojo's pizza what-
1: I was gonna say, what's Bojo's?
0: I mean, it was insane because it was Saturday morning, or Saturday for lunch, and like uh-huh. mean, people everywhere. And of course, what is it about their pizza? It's like this wheat crust, and then you're supposed to eat the crust with um, honey. So there's honey on the table uh-huh. for you to eat, and it's really good. I mean, the it crust was, is
1: like your dessert after. You've it's eaten like your, your dessert,
0: pizza? and it was really good. And then you know there was like an hour and a half wait. So, because
1: COVID or just because.
0: Because nobody wants to work oh. because they're understaffed and they were slammed, you yeah. know? So we went straight to the bar and this bartendress was... A bartender. <laughs> she was awesome and just hardworking, made a real extra effort, uh-huh. you know? I mean, just... She was slammed and she was just... I, I never not had water to drink. I, I mean... Just on it, just yeah. one of the, and you could tell she had a, um, um, just a great personality and a great attitude, and so afterwards I did the, uh, how much should I tip you, right?
1: Flat what, out asked her.
0: What what percentage? Uh huh. And jokingly she was hundred percent, and I go you got it, and she was like, what? I go hundred percent, I will tip you hundred percent tip, and I just told her I said you know what I really appreciate you coming to work not only coming to work but being motivated and 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 I think that we as people you know we always tend to complain. Uh-huh. Right if you had a great experience you just leave. You don't go to Yelp, you don't go right. oh my gosh I had a wonderful experience. What a great, you know, if right. you have great service you go whoa, you don't even think about it, right? Yeah. You know, but if you get bad service, if you had a bad experience, well, people can't wait to bitch. Yeah. People can't wait to complain. Right. You know, so I I just wanted to make sure that I was being the, that you do both. Yeah. Well, I do both. Yes. Right. But, but, you know, I noticed, I wanted her to know like, Hey, I noticed and I appreciate you and you were awesome. So it matters. And, and and, it's just beautiful. And we took that drive out there actually up into the mountains.
1: How far was it from Denver? Um,
0: probably 30 minutes. Yeah. 40 so minutes. Not far. Yeah. Wasn't far, but we ended up having a, a, a wonderful weekend. And then, oh
1: my gosh, I wish we could have gone with you. Next time we got to do Denver with both the
0: kids. Well, and, and I was, you know, you were, you were jealous of me being in Denver, but you know, all the families here.
1: Yes. And
0: I'm, people are posting pictures of here. They're here at the house. Uh They're hanging out. They're setting up for the party. And I was just... I was just really missing home. Well, that's why I I don't get
1: it. When you're on the road, you constantly text me and you're like, send me pictures, send me pictures. And I don't because I feel like it's almost rubbing it in and showing you everything that like we're doing that you're not a part of. But I want
0: to feel the part of it. And if you send me pictures, I feel like at least.
1: But then you saw, you saw, you just said you saw everybody posting and you were like, you were bummed out. No, but I
0: was happy. I mean, at least mom put, took, took pictures of what you guys were doing. Yeah. Garrett playing the piano. Like he knows what he's doing. Shirtless. (laughs) Um, so I was happy to see those and, and Renee, I've asked you a million times to send me pictures and you yes. just can't find the time to think about your husband.
1: Oh no, that's not true. Part of it is that my hands are like super full. So I like catch you up at the end of the night well, when I'm I, in I, bed. But.
0: I was Rick, I was telling Renee that it's really interesting that, you know, I have been on the road for 20 years
1: uh-huh.
0: and my life is the same. Even though my career has grown, even though we live in our dream home, uh-huh. I don't, I'm still in a Marriott. I'm still in a hotel every weekend.
1: How do you say your life hasn't changed? Well, I mean, the my, my Thursday- You used to sleep in your car, Steve Trevino. Your well, life has
0: it, changed. Yes, a long time ago, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm in a hotel Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not in home. I'm not in the dream home. I'm in a hotel, you know, and it- I, I really wish that you would send more pictures.
1: Okay.
0: I'm asking you on the podcast because I know... Where are you know, going this weekend? I forget. I know that if I ask you on the podcast...
1: <laughs> then it'll hold me accountable. Then, then, then okay. of
0: course, you'll do it.
1: While you're in El Paso this weekend, I will send pictures. Well,
0: and and initially, I had, I had taken the weekend off for Garrett's birthday. Yeah. And then we get a phone call and they go, look, Denver wants Steve. And I had not been in denver for over two years yeah and i said okay no problem as long as i have sunday off so i could be here make the party for the birthday party so and then so i ended up on united i I normally fly american airlines i ended up on united because that was going to get me direct and get me home by 11 yeah friday night i'm like well wait a minute i haven't checked southwest or any of the other airlines maybe there's an earlier flight yeah so then i find southwest and southwest has a 7 a.m flight that gets me here at our 6 6 a.m flight that gets me home at 9 a.m yeah so i was like oh my god i'll just get that one if i can be home at 9 and not 11 i'll just do that so then i purchased that one i called united i'm like hey can i get a credit for my flight saturday night i'm watching tv in the green room. Um, before I go on stage and they're like hundreds and hundreds of Southwest airlines flights are being canceled and have been canceled. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I, t- I tell Kyle, how's the new Timmy, by the way, we should probably make that announcement too. We now have a building in Goliath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on top of everything else. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, so Timmy is down there doing demo work and cleaning it up. And we took Kyle on the road. So Kyle and I are are there. I told Kyle, I go, oh my God. I go, dude, I should be okay. Yeah. I have not got an email from Southwest saying that it's canceled. I walk off stage. There's the email. Saturday. I now have no flight. To get home to my son for his birthday, and
1: you didn't call me Saturday night to tell me any of this. Well, because you
0: were already in bed. By the time I got off stage, it was late. So I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, are you serious right now? So then I call United back. And by the way, Southwest, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Zero freaking customer service. Like it was horrible. And I don't. Oh well,
1: they're in a panic. They probably don't know what to do. They still owe me.
0: Like I. So anyway, I call United. Yeah. And I'm like, please please I want to make it home to my son's birthday party please put me on a flight yeah so they put me back on my original flight right Uh and then I get to the airport that morning I wake up they're like your flight is delayed and I'm like that's
1: when you called me and you were like you have no idea what I've been going through to get home
0: and what airlines do and this is a little trick I have flown um Probably, if I were to estimate, two million miles in my in my career. Yeah, I'm about to hit a million miles on American Airlines. I'm like fifty thousand away from hitting a million miles on American Airlines. Yeah, what they do is they have this little airline trick so that people don't freak out. Where they go, oh, you're delayed thirty minutes,
1: uh-huh.
0: and then thirty minutes comes up and they go, oh, oh they you're, don't
1: even start at thirty minutes. They start at hour, like fifteen, 15 minutes. Fifteen, yeah. yeah, yeah, thirty,
0: yeah. and then it's an hour. And then all of a sudden it's an hour and a half. And then all of a sudden it's canceled. Yeah. That's their little game. They do this little game right. so that people don't freak out. They just kind of...
1: Buy themselves time to figure out how they're going to sort it out. Right.
0: Buy themselves time. So I was like, oh my God, please don't be one of these situations mm-hmm. where, you know, and then I'm sitting there, there's no plane at the end of my jet bridge. I'm yeah. just like, oh, I just... I just want to be, that's home. when you're like, you
1: need to tell me what plane is coming here and where is it coming from? And has well, it left yet? Yes. Is it up in so the air? That like-
0: was what was cool is I did know where it was coming from uh-huh. and you can look it up on a website
1: and oh. it did say,
0: took off at this time and it's in the air. So I'm like, Oh yeah. my God. If you thank-. know it's
1: in the air, you're in good shape.
0: I'm like, thank God, dude. I just want to get home Yeah, to my son's birthday party. I make it home. I got. Oh
1: my god! If you had not made it home, that would have just been.
0: I would. It would have broken my heart. I know. Um, I know. It would have really hurt my feelings. And and I get home, and everybody's just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, you know, no, they've been. They've been.
1: Hey, what's up? By the time you made it, we're like in get ready party mode. Like, Dude, everybody's, been touches, all, everybody's been here. Everybody's been here all the weekend. Food.
0: They've been on my oh. mule. They've been borrowing my vehicles. You know, I walk in and, and nobody's like, "Oh, hey, Steve. Hey, good to see you. How was work?" Like, everybody's just like, "Hey, man, what's up? Get to work." And then Renee's like, "Hey, I need this and I need that and go put the board outside and go do this." No, and I'll No, you like,
1: called and you said your requests were. Uh, can you put a pot of coffee on for me? And I'm hungry. Can you make sure, is there something to eat? That's like, cause we just had party food. So yes, there was a hot pot of coffee for cause you. Cause I have to ask
0: for that. When That's I get that. off the road, I have to ask oh, my wife, gosh. please. But you know, and it's funny cause when you're a man and you're a dad and you're a husband, you are not allowed to complain. Like men are not allowed to go, Hey, my feelings got hurt. Hey, I could use a thank you. I could use a hello. I could use a wow, we missed you. I could use those things. But when you're a husband and you're a dad, if you do that, it's like, oh my God. Why Steve being like a chick? Steve's being dramatic. No, Steve's, no, no you know.
1: one said that or used those no, words. I'm just saying. We were all just like in go time party saying. mode. Is, is, and we didn't know what time you were going to get is, here. So we're moving forward and you you unfortunately that day just I'm had not, to come and jump look, on the train. Is is
0: being a mom very difficult? 1000% but it is equally as difficult to be a husband, a dad, and a father. For it sure. Is equally to be a as, good one, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I get home. Renee already. Boss Renee. This. I need this. I need that. Go get that. And I'm like, all right. Well, I, I would like to shower. I mean, I haven't slept um, in 24 hours or 15 hours or whatever it was. I'd like to shower. And then, like, I would take those you know, people showed up. And then I would take them out on the mule to show them the property and it's like, I'm gone for two minutes and my phone's ringing. Where are you? What are you doing? Get over here. I need you to set this up. And I'm like, well, no, I you're, out on, you're out on
1: a joy ride on the back acreage and we've got guests arriving. It's rude. I'm with the guests. Yes, but we have lots of guests arriving. It's not, it's not the best time to be taking people on private little tours.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm gone like five minutes, not even five minutes, like two. Where are you? What are you doing? And then, and then she totally speaks wife. She's like. She she goes. Uh, what is she? She goes. Um, well, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in the Polaris. Oh, well, we could use you over here. And I'm like, fuck, just say, get the fuck over here. How about just say, get the fuck over here? And that's, that's probably what I should have done. Yes. Yeah. Or, or hey, when you know when you're done there, I could use you. But no, it's
1: attitude. Uh, so I, I got back,
0: and, oh and we my had
1: goodness, Steve Trevino. We really had
0: a wonderful birthday party.
1: We did, it was and awesome. you actually did not have to do that much for it.
0: You're kidding, right? Huh? I didn't sit down once.
1: Well, sure, you were making drinks and visiting and stuff like that, but I mean, like leading up to it, your involvement wow. was other than writing a big fat. T- Jack, your involvement was very minimal. No, you guys didn't. we really tried to handle it while you were gone. You guys
0: did an amazing job with the decorations. And, you know, we had plenty of activities. We had um, laser tag in the back for the kids. We had the jungle gym was, the play escape was going nuts. The, yeah. the trampoline was going awesome. Uh, we had an impromptu baseball game yeah. breakout in the back. We did piñata, two piñatas.
1: Um, (laughs) Yes, my good thing. We had a backup biniata because it definitely came in handy.
0: It came in handy, and everybody got to do it. It was just a, and Garrett did a very good job. I was very proud of Garrett, uh, the way that he handled himself, the way he he acted. He didn't, you know, he didn't pitch any fits. He was he was um, he was great. He was awesome. And
1: you know, it. I I go back and forth. It was a wonderful party. Everyone had a good time, and um, I felt by the end of it I was like wow that is a lot and then all of the gifts and everything and you know one I'm glad that you sort of led the charge on this and said look we're gonna do a big party every other year because it's a lot for sure is excessive um but the decorations and everything I do that because I love it like it's a creative outlet for me I know it's almost like the theater nerd in me is like set dressing
0: like yesterday Renee was like I say thank you to you by cooking meals at the end of the night for us. And I'm like, no, dude, I know you, you cook those meals because you want those meals and you're trying to eat healthy and you want to make those meals. It is an added bonus that I get to eat them. <laughs> That's okay. what it is.
1: You know what? I'll cook it and pack it up at the end of the That's night. That's fine. You don't have to. That's eat fine.
0: It. I'm good with that.
1: Oh my goodness. Steve I could eat, here. I
0: could eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and be just, just well, fine. Guess
1: what? That's what you're having for dinner this evening.
0: Awesome. I love a PB and J. Um, but it, it really turned out to be a wonderful birthday party and you, I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt like I, I was really, tr- we had a lot of people here. Yeah. Um, so I was really trying to make sure that I introduced myself to people I didn't know because, you know, we have all the parents from Garrett's.
1: Well, Garrett started kinder. So there's kinder. new people. We yeah. So a lot of those parents time I, didn't, with.
0: I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite was, and I'm not going to name any names, but she was like, are you Garrett's daddy? And I go, yeah, I go, I'm Garrett's daddy. And she was like, oh, she's, I don't mean to be rude. Which, by the way, <laughs> anytime somebody says, I don't mean to be rude, uh-huh. they're about to be rude.
1: What did they say? So,
0: and here's another one like that, Rick. If anybody that you do business with says, it's not, it's personal, not personal, it's business, it's business <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> prepare to be fucked. <laughs> Prepare that that person is going to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I worked with a guy and I'm not going to name any names in this comedy business. that would always say that, you know, you realize it's just business. It's not personal. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want it to be that way.
1: Yeah.
0: To me, it is personal.
1: No, you've said that from the beginning, you know, yeah. to, to me, you it is it personal, personal. Yeah.
0: and business should be second. Business should be, Hey, it is personal with my partners. I want to make sure that my partners know that and that we're going to do the best for both of us. Yeah. And I think when people go, it's business, it's not pleasure, it's not personal. They're about to do what's best for themselves. Yeah. You know, they're about to fuck you. But she comes up to me, she goes, uh, she says, I don't mean to be rude, uh-huh. but what is it that you do for a living? Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I, go, <laughs> I go, I go, I go, why do you ask? Cause she goes, you're home is beautiful what do you do
1: <laughs> did you tell her I'm a landscaper well no
0: I was laughing because you know we had teardrop teddy here uh, the guy that works on our chicken coop and uh-huh. He's a, he does uh, like general maintenance and our handyman
1: Landscaping. Is
0: a, basically is a handyman yes. right? yeah. and we use teddy all the time we call him teardrop teddy because he actually has a teardrop uh-huh. and he dresses like a cholo uh huh but he's a very nice guy, and we really gotten to know him. He has amazing, amazing kids, you know? Uh-huh. So, of course, I invited him to Garrett's party. Yeah. Right? So, and he was over there, he's wearing like this, this black shirt
1: and uh-huh. the khaki
0: pants. I mean, yes. straight up choler. Like out of
1: blood and blood out.
0: Yeah, straight out of a gangster movie, right? And I, I, I was laughing at myself. Teddy, want,
1: Teddy could make a career as an actor.
0: Yeah, I wanted to be like, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm a drug lord. And uh, there's my soldier over there watching things, making sure shit don't go down. Uh, yes. No, I, I told her, I said, I'm in, I go, I'm in the entertainment business. And she was like, oh, like a, like, uh, a lawyer, manager? Like, And I'm like, no, I am a, a comedian. And, she was, and so then... <laughs> The woman sitting next to her was like, you don't know that he's a comedian? And she was like, I didn't know uh-huh. that he was a comedian. She's like, oh, I got to show you his stuff. And, you know, and then I just kind of walked oh, off. Oh, no. So were
1: they playing your stuff at the party?
0: Well, I don't know if they were playing yeah. it at the party. I, I just thought it was really funny. I wonder
1: who it was.
0: She was very like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> but we've had that before. If, oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah for sure. P- the people that don't know what I do and they, they're around us, they start going...
1: Yeah. What do you do? Or when, yeah. you, when Garrett's teacher, meet the teacher, she was like, I thought I saw you. So I Googled who was the girl in the Everly Well commercial. Dude, that
0: was what was great is because is, Renee's in the Everly Well commercial. It was great because we walked in. She's like, well, you're famous. And at that point, she didn't know what I did. So Renee was the famous one in the relationship.
1: But but I was like, well, what did it say when you Google it? When you Google who is the girl in the Everly Well commercial, I come up. You come up. Yes.
0: Uh, but it, but it was it was a really, really good party and 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 I'm glad we did it and more so I'm glad that Garrett seemed to be very appreciative.
1: Well, I just kept trying to remind him like throughout the day and even after yesterday when we were like cleaning up and everything is like it was a full family all hands on deck effort well, and we three made three grandmas that yep. are cleaning up afterwards and aunts and cousins who came to help blow up balloons and, and like and
0: our good friend ashley she was like oh my god i need your family she goes oh my gosh your your mom and your stepmom and Mar- oh uh-huh. my god they helped you guys so much and they did and, and a, yeah. big, a big thank you
1: and so i just kept but, telling, but again, Garrett, it, you need to give hugs and love and like realize that it takes all these people to do something
0: but like again that. that is my goal and and that's one of the reasons that that we moved back to Texas and I forced you to move back to Texas is because it does take a village. And I was very lucky to grow up with aunts and uncles around and cousins and grandmas, you know. And I just wanted Garrett to have that. And, you know, there really definitely is family that just really helps
1: and i tried to make him see like look i tried to make it about and i think you did too we don't necessarily make it about like his birthday we make it about everyone is everyone having fun is everyone having a good time and 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 also
0: you know the blessing of having people come and to let them know like we're really happy you're here yeah you know, we're really excited that you're here. Thank you.
1: Greet your guests, yeah, to say let thank them know. And, for and, and
0: Garrett did a really good job of that, and and it made me feel better about having this crazy, extravagant uh, party for him because yeah. he he seemed to be very appreciative, very humble. We didn't let him open the gifts in front of. Um, the guest because well, and that, I think that's
1: when you feel like it's excessive, right? Is when you're opening. Oh, I think it's bad form. So, well, there's so, yeah. there were so, so, so many. So, I actually, I mean, I didn't tell you this, but I've already hidden some, <laughs> and but some are getting there's
0: something narcissistic about I'm gonna sit here everybody watch me open. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I thought so too, but then you know what happened at the end of the day, at the end of the party, when everyone was leaving, one of the little girls from his class was so sweet. She got real teary eyed and she was so upset that they were having to leave. Cause she was like, I didn't get to watch Garrett open his presents." <laughs> and so I told her, I said, you know what? We ran out of time. I said, we use the time to do two piñatas instead of just one. So we don't have right. time to open presents. And then she was like, okay with it. And they, they left. But I guess maybe some of the kids like that part of maybe. it. Maybe, and,
0: and I mean, I was, I was very concerned because we did have a lot of people here. Uh-huh. I was very concerned that, that people felt entertained, that they were comfortable, yeah. you know, that they had a good time. And it, and it seems that, you know, I had my jujitsu lesson this morning with chief and, and I made an effort to go, I hope you had a good time. And he was, Oh my God, awesome party. The kids had an amazing time. So I think overall Garrett's sixth birthday was a, a big, big, success yes
1: but now i do need your help when he gets home from school every day don't be asking
0: shit on on the podcast like i did (laughs) only
1: you get to do that (laughs) no but we really got to commit to the thank you cards yes and then um i'm not letting him open all his presents we're like cleaning out his room and finding things we're gonna well trey
0: trey and sabrina were like grab some of those gifts hide them. Uh-huh. And now you have Christmas gifts. <laughs> I was like, that's so perfect. Such a good move. But yeah. even, even Joey, you know, we were talking at soccer practice yesterday uh-huh. and even Joey and Ashley were like, Oh yeah. Like
1: hide some stuff, hide some stuff.
0: I mean, there's so many great gifts and so many, and Garrett was really sweet because he ended up getting a double gift uh-huh. and he goes, I, I got that gift already. He goes, so I didn't want to let that person, because that person yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. He goes, I didn't want to let that person know that I wasn't super excited about
1: he it. He handled it very well.
0: He goes, so I wanted to put it on. I wanted to be very excited about it. Mm-hmm. He goes, I didn't want to let him know that I had already gotten this as a gift. And I yeah. and I, I, thought that was very intuitive of giving oh, We, it. we yeah. talked
1: about it, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, and, and and that's, you know, for us.
1: You just hope that it's like, because I lectured him too before he opened all the presents I was like stop and take a minute and look at all this and I said I don't think
0: people realize that you you have to teach your kids everything
1: It's just it's they hard babe I hope it's they don't I hope know. it's sinking in
0: But that's what I, but they, but a lot of parents go well you you weren't gracious to your host well did you teach them to be Did you sit down and talk to them and go Hey, this is what being gracious, a gracious host is. This is what, yeah. right? So, cause you have to literally teach your kids
1: everything. Yeah.
0: They don't know. And and dad was bad about that sometimes for me. You he know. He just
1: expected you to know.
0: He would lose his shit because, you know, he'd go, hey, roll that water hose up. And I'm over there struggling to roll it all nice the way he does. Right. And then he'd come and yank it out of my hands and be like,
1: God damn
0: it. And you don't know how to do this. And and I'm like no I don't know you're supposed to teach me right take the time to go hey this is how we roll the water hose
1: well I was thinking too I think Garrett is at a really pivotal age and he's a bright kid where we've been talking about we donate right and then it gets loaded in a car and dropped off at Goodwill or whatever and I think now he's at that age where we've We've pulled out some of the toys and they're in a box to donate. He needs to see. We've got to connect those dots. We have
0: decided that he is going to do Helicopters for Heroes with us this year. Yeah. And that he's going to be a part of it. And he's going to volunteer and he's going to help. And he's going to take tickets, give bracelets, pick up trash, something. So that he can see that, you know, I take an entire week out of my schedule to go and volunteer and, and provide A service to our our veterans and actually get to see and touch it and feel it and and be a part of of something really really special and to and for me to go that's what a hero looks like right and to explain that that man over there volunteered to defend our country did his job and in the process lost a limb because we get a lot of amputees you know
1: yeah. and go yeah that's a good one for him you know, to see that that and guy
0: that. sacrificed for our country yeah and now he does not have legs and i want you to see it i want you to meet him i want you to thank him for his service let him know that he matters and that we care and that we want him here on earth and, and let garrett actually you know interact yeah. and truly understand cuz you can tell kids all day all, all the time but if you're not truly showing them and letting right. them touch it and you know that that's why field trips are so important right you know we we went to the alamo in fourth grade
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i don't forget it you don't forget it
1: yeah
0: it's something that i man i remember going to the alamo in a bus and we got to do the tour of the mm-hmm. alamo and you just you remember it and you get to see it and you get to touch it you and you get to picture a
1: battlefield it. there yeah. right
0: and, and they explain to you and you're there and you're you you get to be in it as opposed to Open your books. This is what the Alamo yeah. looks like. Yeah, that's no. huge. You know, you, you get to touch it and feel it. And that's what we want to do with um And then Delilah at the party was literally.
1: Well, we liked out she slept for like the first hour, hour and a half of it. But almost, when she I think. came
0: out, she was the star of the party. And every time <laughs> I turned around, another mom had her in her arms. And then sometimes I'd be like, Well, there's Renee. There's Miss Betty. Where's my baby? <laughs> And then the, somebody would be, like, walking around with her, you know, in the back or whatever. And, yeah. and she was definitely the the little star. She's really...
1: She handled it like a champ, too. She was good. There were no tears from her. Well, she's.
0: I think she's turning the corner into... Is it toddler? Is that what's next? Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's becoming very independent. She's becoming easier. Yeah. Now, she's hard to keep up with, but she is becoming We just haven't started easier. introducing
1: the dairy yet. I'm a little... Nervous about how that's Well she's had a about.
0: little On accident She
1: well, had, had cheese butter in her food When did she have
0: cheese? Remember that time I gave her cheese And you're like She's not supposed oh, to Oh you have gave that her yet.
1: cheese nips You gave her a couple of crackers
0: No I gave no. her cheese And oh. she liked it She liked it um, <laughs> she Yes because I, <laughs> I love cheese food. That's that's part of the reason I'm fat I can't stop <laughs> oh. eating I always get We get those little um, uh, The baby
1: bells You know the little baby bells Rick The little red round ones The little red
0: ones with a little wax You take the wax off Oh my god Those are so delicious But um, for this podcast, I, I wanted to do something interesting. Uh-oh. And see if you'll play along.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, I hate when you do this.
0: Rick doesn't even know what we're doing. I
1: know. I do. Well, now I just got an icky feeling in my stomach. What are you going to torture me with? No,
0: I, I just want to I, I ask <gasps> you some questions because, I, you know, it's interesting to me that... I'm a,
1: so not good on the spot no, like that. I'm gonna, I'll,
0: I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. You know, I am always very um, humbled Um Honored, if you will, when people go, oh, my gosh, your relationship makes us feel normal.
1: Or always feel like, please don't copy our example. You know, <laughs> the, the,
0: the respect you guys have for each other. You know, we know. always get compliments about our relationship, you yeah. know. Um, and I just wanted to ask you some questions because I am interested myself.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Why do you think our relationship works?
1: Why do I think our relationship works? Yes. Well, when we started dating, it happened really quickly because we're both from the same town, and so in that way, I feel like even though we didn't grow up together necessarily, we there was, shared a lot of similarities in that way.
0: We were yeah, we were both um, chasing down a dream. Yes, I was doing it in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that's why you. I think all, I
1: admired that. All
0: hot and horny. <laughs> When you knew that
1: I was doing it. <laughs> oh my God, him <laughs> out. No, but also, you know what? I remember, but, going, but- to, I remember going to college and um, being in class with, because from, going from Portland, Texas to New York is like such a completely different world. You know, when I was exposed to people and cultures and religions and things I'd never been exposed to in South Texas. And I remember there was a girl in my class whose parents, she was Jewish and Catholic. And I remember thinking that must be so confusing and conflicting, but she was like, no, I had a Christmas tree and we did this and we did that. And I just thought, wow, she must have. And the way she approached everything in her life, I felt like she had this really cool sensibility about her in that I can respect you and your culture and what you do on on both ends of it. And I think that's important in a marriage, right? It's like.
0: You kind of went off the rails there a little bit. Um, No, and and just to interject on the idea of that we are from the same town, you know, and that we understand each other. I remember dating a girl when I lived in L.A. who was from, um, I want to say like Detroit or I I forget where she was from a big city. Uh And then she moved to L.A. and we dated and she she didn't understand me. And I could tell, we just didn't under, there was just this, you know, she'd be like, why do you wear cowboy boots again? You know? And I remember she, she asked me the craziest question. She was like, do you, th- cause she was a, she was a white girl. She goes, yeah. do you think in Spanish and then speak oh, no. in English?
1: Oh no. Right.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah. And then her not understanding, like, you know, I'm going to go home and I fish and I hunt and she'd just be like, what? And we just. I remember we, at that time, Varsity Blues had come out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we went to go see Varsity Blues and I go, that's how I grew up. And yeah. she was like, you're kidding, right? And I go, no, Varsity Blues is very similar yeah. to growing up in Gregory Portland. And I just remember her going, I don't relate. Like, I don't get it. And it just, we didn't, we just stopped hanging yeah. out because yeah. we just didn't understand each other. You know.
1: Yeah, um, so I think there's like a basic understanding, but I also think there's a huge part of like respecting that in a lot of ways, you, even though you and I grew up in the same place, we're so very different in our personalities. Personalities?
0: And our even initial political, approach
1: to things. Political yeah. things?
0: We're, 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 we're I'm centric. We have different I'm,
1: opinions about a lot of stuff. Right.
0: I'm centric right and you're centric left. And I, I get and, frustrated sometimes
1: you know, when people sort of treat us as the as the same because we're two different people. And I think being respectful of that and tolerant of that is important.
0: So that's why you think our relationship works?
1: (laughs) I think there's a mutual respect.
0: There's definitely a mutual respect. And and I, but there was something really special about me and you. I just knew for some reason you did too, that we were going to be together. Yeah. There was, um, maybe the stars were aligned or whatever but it was a definite soulmate in the kind beginning of, uh, it
1: was just it was two personalities that just sparked and i think we were both chasing a dream and recognized that spirit in each other
0: I, well and i also think that you admired my go for it oh for sure attitude and yeah. and you know you trying to do it and then i also knew that out of all the girls i dated i was like man if I fuck this one up, like this one's classy and pretty and nice, and you know she's—you she's, thought th- I was nice. No classy girls ever gonna freaking fall in love with me again. I better, I better stay with this one. But there was definitely a a um in our relationship. A, we just knew. Yeah. You know, we just knew that we were gonna be together. We we, became we wanted together. to go at
1: it together. I feel like from the beginning we knew that we wanted to go at it together. But
0: there's also been, um, and I will express what I think works in our relationship is the ability for us to even though sometimes it feels like we're not listening to each other we definitely listen to each other and we ad- we change for each other yeah we change for the better yeah you know the girl that sits across this table from me now is so much different <laughs> because i would come to you and go hey like this is not okay yeah. or you know the, the sometimes the the way that you thought as a spoiled girl, Uh you know, I would go, I would explain to you and go, you know, I remember this example where your parents were paying for your apartment, but you were like, well, this is my truck. And I'm like, no, it's not your truck. Yeah. Your parents pay for your, your bills. Yeah. Well, I pay my truck. (laughs) So it's mine. And it's like, no. Right. (laughs) Um, But, but there is a, a definitely a, a want to grow for the other person yeah you know you you've made me grow leaps and bounds as a man
1: and you for me as well yeah right I mean you you hope you keep getting better right well
0: I try you know you try right and even though and I will tell you that sometimes Renee and I go at it I mean we go at it with with you know, me trying to explain my point and me going, well, no, you don't understand. And you're not listening to them. Renee's like, you've already told me like 40 <laughs> freaking different ways. And now you're lecturing. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not understanding. And, and no,
1: you're not understanding what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I think
0: in the moment, because we are passionate people, uh-huh. I, and once we sleep on it, we yeah, adjust. I
1: need space. I need a we little, adjust. yeah, I need a little breathing.
0: <clears throat> you know, you space. go, okay, I did hear what Steve was saying. And I, I think that if I didn't notice a change, uh-huh. then I probably would be out and vice versa. Right. You know, cause you'll come to me and go, Hey, this isn't okay. I need you to be, do this. I need you to be this. Can you do this? And then I go, well, I'm already doing this, this, and this. And I get in the moment. Yeah. I get kind of huffy and puffy about it. Yeah. But then I hear you, you know, dad always said, God did not give us earlobes. We cannot shut our ears.
1: We do have earlobes. No, God, ear,
0: ears. ear, ear lids.
1: Oh. We have eyelids. We
0: can, we can close our eyes and not see something, but you don't have, you can't close your like ears. That. Yeah, that's ear. a
1: good one. Um,
0: but we, I, I think that a big part of our success is because we are willing to, we love each other enough to be willing to change. Yeah. You know, I was talking to, and I don't want to name any names because, um, But very good friend, sometimes tours with me. Mm -hmm. He didn't make it in his relationship. And he told me, he goes, I always felt like I was the one that had to budge. I was the one that always had to bend. I was the one that always had to give in. And there was nothing coming from the other side. Yeah. You know, she was not willing to listen to his points and the things that he was saying.
1: Yeah, and he just goes. I mean, at the end of the day, we all want validation, right? I feel like, I feel like that happens a lot in our arguments too. If we would just uh, validate each other's feelings from the beginning, we could then we, move past it. Why don't we say I? <laughs> let's let's no, try I. No, that's one. Because they're... a lot of times when you're like arguing about something, I just want you to say you also see my perspective and validate it, and vice versa.
0: Dude, I know Renee so well. I already know the stages. <laughs> I, I, dude, I can tell you the stages, Rick. It is. If I have an issue with Renee, I bring it to Renee. Uh-huh. And stage one. Denial.
1: S- stage <laughs> one is
0: denial. Stage one is denial. Okay. And then I keep pushing. Uh-huh. Stage two is well, let me tell you what's wrong with you. That's stage two. I just don't stage want you to be
1: a hypocrite, baby. I'm just clarifying stage, so you're stage, not a hypocrite. Stage
0: three, if I continue to try to get my point across, stage three is anger and aggression. Okay. And then stage four His is tears. Is, no, do I start to oh, cry? That's stage five. Stage <laughs> stage four is you're being dramatic. You're being ridiculous. And then stage five is now she's crying. And I always tell her, now, I'm like, that's not fair, dude. Like, I, you, can't ar- you can't start crying in an argument. That doesn't help anybody. Um, but no, but you, but- just,
1: you just have one stage. You just like huff and puff and get mad. So I I'm do. like, all right, we'll come back to this later. No,
0: I, I do get angry and mad. And I, and I, I grunt. You do. And you grunt. literally
1: grunt. I do. I grunt. And then but- Garrett does it. Garrett grunts too. Yeah. But- <laughs> you just laugh at that. <laughs> but,
0: but no, you know, even though even though i get angry and mad and and, and grumpy i adjust and vice versa even yeah. though renée goes through her five stages <laughs> you adjust for each other yeah and we adjust for each other and and we we continue um to move forward and and you, uh, i we've talked about on the podcast valuable lesson that you taught me was we're not getting a divorce yeah so let's figure What's it out. What's
1: commitment, right? It's a, we're, I, I think that if you, in your heart, trust your partner and feel like you're both, you're both committed, that's a great place to work from.
0: But there's also a, and, and I think it takes time, a mutual, a mutual comfort. in I know that number one, you're going to do the best thing for us financially. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do the best thing for our kids. Right. So when you go shopping, even though it has increased, our our budget has increased, you still don't go crazy. And I know that about you. I know that if you're going to go shopping, not only are you going to find deals and come home as the auctioneer, but you're not going to break the bank. Yeah. And you know that if I'm going to go gambling, I'm not going to gamble the home away. You know? Yeah.
1: No, I do. I do. You know, you
0: know that. I'm going to have my fun. I'm going to gamble, but I'm not going to go crazy. And there's a mutual kind of understanding and respect.
1: But we had that conversation too, I think, because finances are obviously that's like, I think one of the number one reasons people fight you and I had that conversation too of like, okay, at what point do we have a conversation about a purchase? Like what is that threshold Threshold, for us? And through the course of our marriage, that threshold has changed. It's it's changed a lot
0: and, and our goals have changed and, and, you know, in the beginning, because you were used to being under your dad's umbrella in the beginning, there was, that was the, a learning curve for, for you Yeah. where I'm like, um, no, dude, we're going at this alone. Like we can't do this or we can't do that. Or, Hey, we can't do this. And you were like, well, why not? Doesn't gas just cost one of these? <laughs> you just do that. I was you not know. that clueless. It was, you were That's pretty clueless. Um, I was not that clueless. But, you know, and... and we've also always, I I know there's some couples and and it works for them where, well, she has her money and he has his money. Yeah. And we've always just shared. And I have, I have always shared whatever I've made and you've we just, we put it in I have to say though, Steve,
1: that's a testament to you in the beginning. You were so kind and generous. You're you're just a really like kind and, and generous soul. And in the beginning, you took on a big financial responsibility for both of us.
0: But, but I mean, that's how I was raised, you know, and it, and it has nothing to do with, you know, and, and I'm going to raise Garrett the same way. If I take a girl on a date, I'm going to pay. Yeah. You know, there's no way that I'm going to take you on a date and have you pay. It's not happening. It's just a, it's the way I was raised. It's the way my dad taught me to be. And I've always been that way, you know, and I've always been the type that, you know, Hey, it'll all work out. Yeah. It's all going to work out. And the more that I give, the more I can receive.
1: Yeah. I mean, you didn't have a debit card, but you were figuring out how to buy me a plane ticket. Like (laughs) I always found a way,
0: always found a way. Um, but I, I mean, to me, I think the, the key to our relationship uh, and we have fun and we laugh. Yeah. You
1: know, I mean, we talk about that, how like We're like, with the kids or whatever, and schedules that life has gotten so crazy that we're like, we miss just like hanging out and being friends, you know?
0: Well, so that's one thing that, that's one of the reasons that I'm really looking forward to Vegas Yeah, is because in such a long time, me and you have not been able to go party together without worrying about the kids. Yeah. You know, and I'm really looking forward to Vegas. December 9th at the Mirage. (laughs) I will be there. Tickets are going fast. Um, but, but you know, and I, and I think, and, and I don't want to speak for Rick and Gigi, but I think they're kind of there too, where it's like, you know what, we just need to go enjoy each other's company Yeah. and, and not worry about the kids, not, you know, right. and, and for me, the work is no problem. And I think, I think Rick and Gigi feel the same way. The work is no problem. It's the responsibility that I have to my children to, to wake
1: sh- up the next day, like you can't just have a, a bender all night long. Cause in the morning there's someone waking you up, at least for me, you know what I mean? And
0: Oh, you see how she did that? Now. At least for me, Steve does, Steve does whatever <laughs> no, he wants. No, no, but- no, I
1: didn't even mean it. Like that. I just remember one time with Garrett getting like so drunk and the next morning, like crying in the shower when he was a little baby. And I was like, I can't, I can't do, do this, this again. <laughs> um,
0: no, but, but you know, we have a lot of fun together. Yep. And and even though yesterday, and let me pull it up. Even Uh-oh. though, even what though, what happened
1: yesterday? Well, last
0: night when we went to bed, I was a little crabby.
1: Uh uh-huh.
0: um, and, and and being, me and you were in somewhat of a, a grumpy. I'm, t- mood. I'm tired.
1: Just let me go to sleep. Quit your bitching. <laughs>
0: um, and then you know I saw this come across Facebook, and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> And he, even though even though we were mad at each other I go I go Renee listen to this and I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard A woman posting sexy pictures doesn't mean she's easy or looking for sex I have friends who post bible quotes that are dick eating monsters <laughs>
1: Dick eating monsters. That's so funny. I read it. To, I read it to Renee last night,
0: and she's like, "That's so funny." We just we had a good laugh. Um, but but I think that that's another thing is that, that we
1: can laugh about dick eating monsters. Yes,
0: I wish you were. I wish you were,
1: baby. Don't get your hopes um, up.
0: With me, nobody else.
1: Nobody. Just to clarify. Yeah, um,
0: but but I also think that. Not only are we, have we made, have we made the decision that it's me and you. Yeah. Right. Then on top of that, being able to love each other enough to bend. Yeah. Right. To compromise, to, to change for, for the better, for the other person. And then the ability to be friends outside of all of it. Yeah. And laugh and have a good time and. Have drinks and and I have been more like, come on, babe, like uh, let's have drinks and we just have not been able yeah to make it work and and it's really been a bummer and and that's why it was kind of tough too because you know Rick and Gigi were able to go to Atlanta, just them two. Yeah, they got to hang out with their couple friends. But it's you also know. hard
1: when it revolves around your work too because there's like the responsibility. Like you and I will be out in a comedy club at night, but it's it's work, so we're, you know.
0: Well, it, it is work, and I treat it like work. Yeah. And I think it's important um, that, again, like I said, to make sure that everybody that came to the show sees a professional Steve. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, because
0: I am at work, and I, you know, if if they get off stage and I'm drunk on stage or drinking afterward, and don't get me wrong, there's some comedians that that's their thing, right? People go, man, I oh, go, yeah, I go to that show because we we party. all have shots
1: together. Yeah, and, we all yeah. party
0: together, and that's okay, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the other ingredient. Well, I also think that we, even though sometimes we don't see eye to eye when it comes to raising kids, Uh we trust each other enough to give it to you.
1: You Yeah.
0: Um, I was very big into, you know, exposing Garrett to a lot and you were afraid of that. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh my gosh,
1: he's little. He's, Let's he's let him little. be Does little. Does he need
0: to be at the ranch with you? Does he need to be on the boat yeah. fishing? Does he, you know?" And I was like, "No, I want him with me." And you disagreed with that.
1: It wasn't that I didn't want him with you. you. I just thought things in in stages, right? And I'm a little more conservative about, but what's you, age appropriate. I but, think it's an age appropriate thing. But
0: you trusted me, yes, and all, and, and ultimately. Garrett turned out is turning out to be very self aware, very good kid. You know, Um, there's things that you know you're very strict when it comes to tablet time.
1: I am. I'm a tablet Nazi. You are a
0: tablet Nazi and a sex Nazi and a (laughs) a mean person. Um, No, but but I. You said I was
1: nice at the beginning of this podcast. I'm
0: joking. Um, but but is there anything else that you think adds to our?
1: I mean, for me, I think a mutual respect for each other's differences. When I went off into that long winded story, that was my, my point is a mutual respect that we're different. You know, you hear about people who like they get married and they sort of become the same person. And so I think that sort of somehow in a marriage, seeing eye to eye on things, but also keeping your independence in a sense.
0: Yeah. I I mean, and, and, you know, being able to go out with your girlfriends. And have your own girl time. Right. You know, and and Renee's always like, every weekend's boy's time. (laughs) Every weekend that you're at a comedy club is boy's
1: time. No, you know what it is? It's like, it's balance in everything, right? Having things that we like to do together. Like, we love to go see movies together. But also having things that we like to do independently of each other. And respecting each other's time to do those things. Right.
0: No, I I, I agree. And and we are, in a lot of ways, very different. Mm -hmm. But I think the beautiful part is that we have the same sense of humor. We both love to laugh. We both love to go to the movies together, right? We both love to exercise together. So we do have things that we do have in common. Yeah. However, there's a lot of things that we just, you don't like fishing. You don't like going to the ranch. I don't like
1: football. I don't like watching sports. You don't like football, Yeah.
0: You just, you're not doing it. And I see couples where they put on their jerseys together and that's their thing. And that's great. You know, they both love watching the game together. Yeah. We don't. No, you know, but, but we, you know, we also talked about where I am. I have made a decision and thanks to you Uh that football is not my life. Right. And I'm not going to spend the day sitting down watching football all of Sunday and ignoring my children. You know, if I catch a game, great. If I catch a piece of the game, great if it's a group activity where there's a bunch of people around great right but it's not my focus
1: and we also talked about like how you love to go to the ranch but we've and i've said you know doing nothing in the middle of nowhere is not my idea of enjoyment or relaxation that's bullshit as long as there's a beach No, no, but I am going to make the effort to go to the ranch because you and Garrett enjoy doing that. And that, that can be good family time for us. And that's worth it. So
0: not to be, not to be crazy, Rick, out of all the things that we named, because I know you're sitting there thinking, what are the key factors for you and Gigi? <laughs> why, why, why the fuck are we still together? Well, I mean, what, what, what do you think is kind of the glue? I was say, I'm that about that this keeps too. y'all's marriage together. Is it different than us? Is it the same? No, it, it, I mean, the, the, it's funny when you asked about uh, that woman that uh, asked you to speak Spanish and then answered in
1: English, I've asked Gigi that a hundred times. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> Yeah, but but Spanish. Correct me if I'm wrong. Spanish is Gigi's first language, correct? uh, It it speaks Italian and Spanish. Those are kind of the same, and then English is her third language.
0: So yeah, I I always question her on that. But but you know, Rick, you guys are interesting because you're not from the same place, right? Correct. And you guys are very different people. Yeah. How does it work? Work. Right. You know it
1: will not engage in a fight with me so as soon as i start getting angry she's like all right
0: well we can't talk now Let's talk
1: later so there's that like we, we never really fight because she won't allow it right. so I tried. <laughs> no renee that's renee tries too. Tactic, yeah. renee tries too but i'll follow her i'm like yes. don't do not walk away from me renee dude i hate bro <laughs> how many I times ha- have i heard do not walk away renee <laughs> i hate
0: that i'm like i'm talking and you're walking away that's so disrespectful
1: Oh, see, I can't do that. But but I can't not open my big fat mouth.
0: I, I will say something that that I noticed about you and and Gigi Rick is that it's very apparent that you guys are good friends. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
0: Did that happen over time, or were you guys good friends from the get? Uh, over time. Um, I was just so fascinated by her because of like the different cultures
1: that we both grew up in. So it took a long time. For, like we don't have common things, like even cartoons. You know, like she didn't grow up watching American cartoons. So like we didn't even have those things in common. So it was just a fascination in the beginning, and then turned into a best friend thing. Which, yeah, I mean, like we're we're so good at being friends.
0: Well, and and, and I also think that that you know you go to your home, and your home feels like a home. And it definitely feels much like Renee and I, when you're hosting something, both of you are on like every cylinder. Like you guys are both working. You guys are both being generous and saying hi. And and both of you want to have a nice presentation. You know, when we went to their house for that premiere, I'm like, oh, my God, look at all this food. And it was perfectly laid out and it was awesome. But that takes two. are the same
1: thing even though we're different we have the very similar passions that's a good way to put it
0: yeah, yeah. to have similar passions mm-hmm. and and I think Renee and I share that too where we, we have a passion to raise good children yeah. we have a passion to have a nice neat clean home yeah. yeah we have a passion to try to give some type of normalcy to our kids and and, a, and some some type of a system you know Did you guys ever talk about having a daughter? Oh, yeah.
1: We, uh, we tried three times. <laughs> we could have
0: Yep. But, but then you guys were like, that's it. Yeah, we were actually looking at your daughter last night and saying how much she looks like you. Well, did, surprisingly, Renee put a picture of Garrett and Delilah when Garrett was one. It's crazy how much they look alike.
1: Now they're starting to look alike. I didn't think they did yeah. before. No, and now they're starting to look it's alike. It's pretty
0: crazy um but there is also something to for Renee and I we also have this connection moment when our kid does something great or something cute or you know Renee and I have this like mutual excitement over that yeah you know Sunday night
1: after the party Delilah well I was we were doing her baking soda bath for her diaper and I
0: just hear from her room dead dead Dead.
1: And I was like, she's calling you. And when you walked in the room, she got so giddy. It she, was, she was like, like uh, the uh, cutest uh, thing. And me and Renee were
0: like, look, what's happening? She loves
1: me and not you. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. No, it was just like her little excitement to see you
0: was so cute. Um, But, but I mean, ultimately, I I, I don't know. It, 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 it It's a bummer when you see really good friends and they go, man, we're getting a divorce, you know, and you just wonder like what happened? Yeah. Because at one point there had to be a moment of, I love you enough that I want to be married to you.
1: But you, y- know, you I was going to say you and I feel like sometimes it's a breaking point.
0: Yeah. But I know I'm not, I I, I know that I, I can't live without you. You know, I know that I know that if I were to get a divorce, I'm not going to be happy.
1: I know that. There's going to be lots of Captain Evil stickers to take down.
0: Yeah. A lot of (laughs) the career will go to shit. (laughs) And people, um, you just just wonder like what happened, you know? And I'm sure Rick, you've gone through that too, where good friends of yours have gotten divorced and you just go, man, like I thought they were great. You know, I thought they were good. And then it just, and and I was talking to the manager in San Jose. Not only did he get a divorce, he gave his ex-wife away to the next husband.
1: Oh, like at her wedding? At her wedding. I was wedding. like, you're talking about this woman like she's a piece of property. I don't understand. No,
0: like she did not have a father. Uh-huh. Her father passed. Okay. So she asked her ex-husband to give her away. I go, dude, is that not weird? And he goes, you know what, man? He goes, we were not in love. We were best friends. He goes, we got married because we got along really, really well. Yeah. And we were very good friends. We weren't lovers. He goes, so when we got a divorce, mm-hmm. our friendship continued. Wow. You know, and he was like, we were, he's like, to this day, we're still...
1: Can you tell, like, right. I'm still in shock? Like, I don't know, like, wow.
0: I, I'm just saying, I don't know what leads to divorce. Uh-huh. I don't know what leads, like, I, it, especially when you see good couples, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and there yeah. are couples that go, well, he didn't do anything wrong and she didn't do anything wrong. We were just not meant
1: to be together. I mean, I guess you know. I'm, I'm like blown away by like the real symbolism of that. Like the ex-husband literally walked her down the aisle. That's crazy. I couldn't do it.
0: No fucking way I'm walking you down the aisle for some other dude. It's not happening. It's not happening. But, but I did understand when he was talking to me, I did understand him saying we were really good friends. Yeah. We were not meant to be married, but we were, we, we, we were really good friends. We enjoy each other's company. We just did not belong married.
1: Yeah. Well, it makes me think like marriage is such a huge decision, right? You, I mean, you and I took a long time to make that decision. So maybe there's a, (laughs) there's something really there. We knew what we were getting into when we committed on paper.
0: No, I mean, shit, you moved in. We were together, you know, we were practically married already. Yeah. You know, so, I, I mean, ultimately I think the glue for us is, is we both know that we belong together. Yeah. And we're willing to...
1: Put up with each other.
0: Well, yeah, put up with each other, but also change for each other.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I'll be honest with you, I don't think it would have worked if I didn't change and you didn't change. Yeah. You know, if I was still the freaking maniac that you married and you didn't see progress Mm -hmm. in me becoming a better man,
1: yeah,
0: then I think you would have bailed. Yeah. And vice versa. If If I I was still
1: the the Mexican-American princess.
0: Yeah, spoiled little fucking brat that I met. I don't know if it would have made it, but <laughs> I, I, I think that you have to love somebody so much that you're willing to budge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yes.
0: And, and to respect their opinions.
1: Yes. Because otherwise, know? then you just feel like you're compromising on who you are as a human being. So knowing that it's making you a better person too, I think is a big part of it.
0: No. And, 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 I, and, and I think you also have to... Like I want to be a better man. Yeah. Right. I want to be a better father and, and I want to be a better husband. And I think some people just don't want, you know, and some people you know, they have demons from their childhood that they, they're not willing to address and they can't, they, they, you can't change if you don't get over the bullshit when you were a kid. Yeah. we talk about that all well the
1: time. this is what i was going to say no. is i think i don't think it's that people don't care i just one thing you taught me is i don't think everyone thinks about it that way especially when they're younger you from a very young age always had a big life picture you you sort of had um, a pers- a perspective that was wise beyond your years and that you were always thinking about um what is it i'm i'm falling the words but you said like you've known death at a very young age, yeah. you know, and Blueprint. I had, and I had not. And I think that that gave you some life perspective to really think about what do what do I want out of my life? Well, and I always told myself,
0: I, you know, and when I talk to young people, you know, Kinsley's boyfriend was over here and he's just a great young man. He's just a really good kid. And, you know, I go, hey, I go, I go. what are you going to do, Kinsley? And, you know, Kinsley was like, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I don't know where I'm going to go to college. I mean, Kinsley definitely had a plan, right? Yeah. And then he was like, well, I, I want to do this. And I go, there's the wrong fucking thing. I don't want to hear I want. It is I will do this. And I've always had that. I will be a comedian.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: will have my cake and eat it too. I will have an amazing wife. I will have amazing kids. I will work my ass off. So there was always this in my head of these are the things that I will do, Mm -hmm. you know, and I even think I would shock you at times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I have surprised you.
1: You would give me anxiety with all the things you, you said you were going to (laughs) do.
0: And I did them. Yeah. I did. And I think that when you put that out in the world and you go, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Then you just do it. Well, and I'm also a man of my word, right? If I tell somebody I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. then I stick to that. I have a there's a code yeah. that I follow that if I say I'm going to do something, I will follow through, right? So if I say I'm gonna do be a comedian, well, I better follow through. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna get into real estate. Well, I better follow through. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna do that. I'm, you know, and we were just talking about Rick. I used to. 15 years ago, maybe more. I would, I would be on the computer looking at ranches in Texas and Renee would walk by and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like,
1: not like that. I would just be like, you, you would get so excited and you would be like, Renee, Renee, come over here. Look at this. And I'd be like, why are we doing this right now? Like we can't afford any of these places. What are we doing?
0: But I knew where I was going (laughs) Yeah, and I knew what I was going to do.
1: You were, you were window shopping.
0: Cause I knew it.
1: Yeah.
0: I knew that I was going to get to a point with my hard work that I was going to be able to afford those things. Yeah. And you, I, I'm a visionary.
1: I yeah, see it. I know you do. You know,
0: and I know what I'm going to do. And, and, and I think partially me falling in love with you too, was here is a great girl at the time, girl
1: mm-hmm.
0: that if I let her go, I don't think I'm going to find another girl like you. You know, and you're pretty and you had a nice ass. And
1: <laughs> All the real important things.
0: Yes. We do need to do some squats.
1: but <laughs> We. We. we, we um, okay, we talked way too long. But it was good. It was good, right, Rick? He's like, wrap it up.
0: Wrap Rick, it up. Rick bailed on us. Mm. He just left. Um, but we do need to wrap it up. And I'm very excited. El Paso is already sold out. By the time you receive this message, yeah. I will have already been in, be in will already be in El Paso. There's El Paso, and it'll already be sold there's out. There's
1: Tampa coming up. Tampa's next week. That one. Tickets are moving
0: fast. Addison, Texas, Halloween week, and then what yeah. else do we have?
1: There's Richmond is on the calendar.
0: Yes, that's Richmond, Virginia is on the calendar. Uh, Sacramento,
1: San Antonio's coming up.
0: Sacramento, but I, I gotta I gotta say this, and guys. I have not had anxiety about my career in, in such a long time.
1: What do you, what do you, ex- we are
0: moving about? out of the comedy clubs Oh. into theaters. Yeah. And I'm very anxious about it and I'm a little scared. Um,
1: but it's, it's exciting. It's like,
0: it's exciting. Cause the first week in January, we're doing a theater in Times Square in New York city. And I'm like. Oh my God! If it doesn't sell out, I'm gonna be heartbroken.
1: I just found out about this before we tape this podcast. I am so excited.
0: So we're, we're gonna we're gonna go into the, the theaters. But I honestly believe, and and I would love to hear you guys' opinion. I honestly believe that the people that come to watch us and me perform would prefer, and no offense to the comedy clubs, yeah, would prefer a theater type of setting. Yeah, because you dress up a little more, uh-huh. right? and I'm hoping that it will translate, you know, one of the big, big things that we're trying to accomplish is selling out Vegas Mm -hmm. because that's our first theater date is Vegas, December 9th. Tickets are already moving in a great direction. We're doing great, but I'm nervous and I'm a little scared and, and I'm going to do it. We're going to, we're going to go out there, but we hope that that we get the love and support that we've been getting yeah you know we haven't done new york city in quite some time so we're very Since excited. Garrett
1: was little last time we were yeah. there it was like my first trip away from garrett last time we were in new york city yeah.
0: so a lot of cool stuff going on the pie challenge is going to start next week okay the pie challenge. we're going to start really pushing the pie challenge next week so that mm-hmm. i could pie you in the face um,
1: you know, you just keep saying it like it's gonna happen that way, Steve Trevino, and we just might be surprised. I don't
0: think we are. I think you're gonna be surprised. I think you're used to winning, <laughs> and I think that this year they're everyone's
1: gonna rally behind you.
0: This year they're gonna be like, oh, poor Steve. Listen,
1: I feel like I gotta start like lining up my donors.
0: <laughs> I know I gotta get a uh, like somebody. I gotta, somebody, I gotta get somebody donors. to buy like fifty. <laughs> But so for those of you who don't know what the pie challenge is, we are going to deliver pies the day before Thanksgiving so that when our veterans, soldiers, um, military, wake up in the morning for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. they have homemade pies from a real bakery uh, uh, delivered to them. So last year we sent 200-plus pies to Camp Pendleton. Very proud of that. I would like to break that record Yeah. and really, really make an effort. Also on helicopters for heroes.com. If you're a fan org, isn't it
1: org? It it doesn't matter.com.org.
0: If you get on that website, there is a raffle going on right now. Uh It is $50 a ticket. 96% of that money goes back to our veterans. 96%. It enters you into a raffle. It's a couple's raffle. So we will fly the two of you to San Antonio, Texas. We will put you up in a beautiful hotel at the Riverwalk.
1: Oh, wait. They're responsible for getting themselves to San Antonio, no, no, right? No, 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 That gonna changed.
0: Fly we're going to fly them. Oh, him. okay. We're going to fly them to San Antonio. You're going to get a hotel room on the Riverwalk. Me and my wife are going to pick you up in a limousine, and we're going to go spend the day together in Fredericksburg, Texas.
1: Wine tasting, and well, now we know what we're going to do. We're going to enjoy what, Fredericksburg. We're going to
0: enjoy Fredericksburg, Texas. So $50 gets you entered to win, and we got to get this done before February. So we're going to announce before February, I'm desperately trying to raise a million dollars for our veterans. And we're, we're pulling out all the stops. Me and Renee are donating our time and, and we got a limo donated and playing. I mean, we're doing everything we can. So please help us. Excuse me. Last but not least. That was so gross. Thank you. Last but not least. You can edit that one out, Rick. Last but not least. Um, Let me teach you how to watch comedy. I'm so tired of people trying to cancel comedians. You have every right to not like a comedian. Every right. But move on. It is art. It is subjective. Not all comedians are for you. Some comedians, other people like them. So it is not up to you to decide whether that comedian's art is art or not. It is art. You just might not like it. And if you don't like it, move on. Maybe tell your friends that are like-minded to you and say, Hey, I, I checked out this comedian, little too blue for me, little too raunchy for me, little too simple for me, little too dirty, whatever. But it is not up to you to try to cancel a comedian." You are not that powerful. Nobody cares. I am Steve Trevino. This is my beautiful (laughs) wife, as always. Captain Evil herself. We hadn't done a long one like this in a while. That
1: one was super long.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed it. The the podcast is growing, and that's because of you guys. Continue to like. Continue to share. As always, Aztec Chevrolet, Old Salt Coffee. You guys are awesome. If you have a business and you want to advertise with us, please send us an email through the website. Thanks guys.